Yo, 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 how's it, Sean? Back at it again. Yeah, back at it again, getting some consistency finally. Yeah, man, momentum, bro. Just riding that momentum. How you doing, man? I'm good. eh? It's been a good week. It's been a week of uh, a lot of reflection. I think, uh, like we said last week, Ravi's death uh, and that that memorial yesterday, it's definitely put a lot of things into perspective and... Yeah, it's just sure, made me realize how more. special Christianity is. Really, really special. Like wow. I, I've never seen something that can bring people together like that. Honestly, it's just ridiculous. People from different backgrounds and stuff. So, yeah, it's helped a lot. And yourself? Oh no, I'm good, man. Um, you know, very fast week. I don't know if it's just me or everything moving really quickly. Like it's yeah. Monday, then Friday. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does feel it, like that. Yeah, so, but otherwise, I'm good, man. I got the, the link yesterday to Ravi's memorial. Started watching it this morning. I see, like, it's two hours long, but it's all good. <laughs> I'm going to definitely, <laughs> definitely check it out. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. I mean, yo, it's it just, like, honestly, it just inspires you to want to uh, evangelize, basically. Really good. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. So last week, bro, we dealt with the boogeyman last week. Um, you know, the invisible boogeyman that's out there terrorizing nations right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. But yeah, this um, this week, man, we're going to look at another topic. Um, race, man. Race, you know? Something we've been we've been wanting to do for a long time. Yeah. And I, I think it's it's time for us to tackle it, bro. Yeah, I agree with you. Exactly what I was saying a few minutes ago. That like that that thing with Ravi. Seeing, uh, I was telling my wife like, yo, I don't think that there is any other religion on earth where you can have people from different races coming together or different backgrounds like that. Like you don't see it in Islam. You don't see it in Hinduism. You don't see it in any other religion. And for me, like yeah. that, that is really telling. Because why, why are all those other religions so like race specific or yeah. ethnic group specific? I just don't understand yeah. that. Like you would think that if something is true, it would be mm-hmm. independent of race. So yes. yeah, I think it's a really good topic, a really good topic. And coming from South Africa, I mean, you're there is no better. Um, there is no better like playing ground to discuss race than our country. I think I know people focus on America and stuff, but yo, I think South Africa is like the ultimate place to learn about race and to learn to deal with other people. And and it helps that uh, it's a black guy and a white guy talking about it. <laughs> yes, I know, bro. Like, like what you're saying is so profound because in Christianity, dude, I mean, if you look at, just like our church, you know, um, you you don't get multiracial than that, bro. Like, it, it's exactly. so multiracial. Um, we we be so diverse, um, and also not just racial, but multicultural. You know what I mean? And it's it's so profound the fact that in Christianity, people can just come together. You know, like you and I right now, we like we have nothing in common. Like zero, <laughs> zero 
I wouldn't go like, that far, but <laughs> but yeah, I get your point. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. Hey, forgive me. I'm just trying to make a point. You know what I mean? Like, even if let's say we were we we, we didn't hate one another, you know, um, yeah. you're like a, you're like a you know bodybuilder, you know, type dude. You know, I'm I'm more of like um, research type dude, and like in terms of what we do in our spare time. Um, you're white. I'm black. You know, you're English. I'm Zulu. Um, there's, there's really nothing on a physical level that would be like, okay, no, I, I see why they, I see why they, they, you know, they're friends or why they like each other. Oh, we're you both know? from KZN. Well, well, yeah, we're both from KZN. I guess, <laughs> I guess that counts for something. Yeah. But my, my point being is that if you look at the one thing that ties us together is Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's that. That's the the common denominator, and we come together, and that that's not even a thing for us. Like the fact that, oh, Sean is white, so is black. It's like whatever. How you doing, man? You know, we just come at each other from a man to man, um, person to person type relationship. Yeah, brother to brother, and, exactly. Exactly, bro. It's amazing, actually, for me because. I just don't like. I mean, you you will know very well. South Africa is like this. There's just this thing of let's not even let's not even go into the details of race or whatever because it's just you know if a person is white or if a person is black they fit into a specific stereotype, and that's how yeah. everyone of that race is. And there's nothing that you can do about it. But when it comes to looking at it from God's perspective, it's like you don't. It's not it's not that you don't see race or whatever but it's just that there's this other thing that is so much more yes. important than race it's like if you look at someone as your brother in christ it, you don't yeah. look at their physical appearance and go hey you know this person is different or whatever you go you look at like their soul almost and it's like hey yeah. this person is a fellow christian a fellow believer so on a soul level we are so similar never mind on our physical appearance mm. level if you get what sure. i mean yeah, that's profound. Wow. Yeah, man, you're, you're so right. It's like you bypass the physical and you go from soul to soul. It's like the, the soul or, or maybe what even deeper, spirit to spirit. You know, because I, I, yeah. I always put it this way is that man is a spirit um, that has a soul that lives in the body. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I think maybe it, that's I meant to say spirit. So I think you're right. Yeah, but even... Even in terms of soul, a soul doesn't have a, you know, a race. Like a soul doesn't have a, you know what I mean? Like pigment. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 weird how the physical right now, like in terms of just everyday life, the physical dictates everything, you know, like yeah. because if you are a spirit that has a soul that lives in a body, shouldn't it be the spirit and the, and, and the soul you know, doing all the dictating. Exactly. Right now, it's it's the suit that's doing the dictating. Yeah, you know, and that fits is, so well with our matrix thing. It's that's the 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 yeah. thing that we think is physical, but actually, if you go outside the matrix, the the real thing, we're all the same. It's it's ridiculous. We're all the same. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, bro. I was actually thinking about it in prepare, preparation for this topic. I was asking myself, you know, why do people look the same? 
you know, you always find what they call them do- doppelgangers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> looks like you. Like, yes. And in the beginning, I used to think to myself, um, by the, like born again and everything, because you know we always talk about how God is unique and how God has you know made everybody so unique. And I was like, man, did, did God run out? Of tem- did God run out of templates? Is he is he reusing templates or whatever? And I never want to think that oh man, God is not creative. And I I just I'd always ponder it. Like I'd always ponder like, why do we look the same? Like why is there like a bunch of people? like a bunch of dudes that look like me out there you know what i mean why why is are there people that for instance look like sipo remember we were making a joke about sipo that he looks uh, like yeah. that that singer dude what's his name um, i forgot his name but and then it dawned on me the other day is that you know i i came to the realization that it's because we all come from adam we're all brothers and sisters and therefore yeah. We look like one another. It's yeah. just that we're dispersed all around the world, and genetically, um, you know, we're so stretched out genetically. But once in a while, someone pops up that looks like you. Your 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 brother from the same mother and father pops up somewhere in the world. It's like <laughs> it's kind of like my children. They look alike. You know, me and my yeah. brother, we look alike. You know, and. It's like somewhere around the world, you look like somebody because we all come from this one guy and one woman, Adam and Eve. And I was like, oh, wow. I never actually thought about it that way. But anyway, yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's just my my take on that, I guess. Yeah. You know? Why? Why? Like, when you think of it like that, that, you know, because uh, th- even though you might look like someone, like, let's say you and your brother look the same yeah um the chances of you and your brother being the same like having the same personality or the same interests the same likes the same uh, hates etc is like zero literally zero even if someone is considered your doppelganger or even if you have a twin i mean <laughs> the chances are that you guys don't like the same stuff and yet when it comes to yeah. race as a topic or whatever people seem to all of a sudden just forget that and then they're like no everyone who is this color is like this everyone who is this race is like this and i don't know why a person would ever think that because it's i mean literally you just have to think about it for 30 seconds and you're like okay no that's actually wrong but i guess i guess in south africa our problem comes from obviously it's not just based on feelings or whatever it's also based on uh, quite a dark history and yeah i think you like obviously as a black guy you have a you have more um, insight into how like black africans that's another thing we need to discuss is whether white people can call themselves africans because in my i mean if i'm not an african then what the heck am i <laughs> but uh why do black africans Oh, now I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> but I, I think I was going along the lines of like, black Africans are obviously still hurting from the from apartheid. Yeah. So yeah. even if they have the perspective that, you know, not all white people are racist, for example, because yeah. that's, that's the prevailing thing. Why, why mm. do you think that it's so difficult to 
to move past that? And I mean, we'll get to the white side of things as well, but why do you think it's so difficult to move past that, especially if you weren't, is it because like apartheid is still ongoing? Or is it because racism is still ongoing? Is that the main reason? Yeah, I mean, look, um, so your question is two parts there. And I want to deal with the first part first, and then I'm, I'm going to come to the why <clears throat> black people are still, you know what I mean, still hurting yeah. and all that, you know what I mean? And white folk are hurting too, by the way, you know? Yeah, that is hurting, true. But we'll, but we'll get to that. But I want to address the first part of your question, which I really like. It wasn't a question, it was, you were wondering why. You weren't really asking me a question that, yo, but why is it that when you're white, you're expected to act a certain way, and when you're black, you're expected to, to act a certain way. It's like, okay, th th this is who you are. And then people for forego that when it comes to race. They forego personality. People know that they all have a unique personality, but as soon as it comes to race, it's like, okay, we, we the people, we behave like this. You know what I mean? Yeah, stereotypes. And bro, yeah, stereotypes. Like, st the, what people don't realize, right? And this is, this is where the Matrix is so, like, bro. If the Matrix wasn't evil, I'd be in cahoots with the Matrix, bro. Like, the Matrix is genius. You know what I mean? But it's, but from a human perspective, it's extremely clever because what the Matrix doesn't tell you is that. The reason why that race is the way it is, it's because there's nothing that race can do about it. And it's because that race, and and not specifically race, but culture, actually belongs to a spiritual entity. And that spiritual entity doesn't like us. Um, its personality or its way of doing things, you know, because it's 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 a fallen, it's a fallen um spirit uh, spirit it doesn't like its fellow spirit and oh, therefore wow. and that spirit maybe likes cheeseburgers but the other <laughs> spirit you know let's say the the black spirit you know it likes hot dogs and whenever they're at bry they clash about oh are we making burgers or hot dogs <laughs> meanwhile they forget that oh actually the price stand is big enough for both things bro you know what i mean wow because, that's an amazing analogy yeah but because of that that fallen nature, you know, they, they can't come to, to, to that agreement. And the devil lets them duke, duke it out. And that's why you see the wars and everything. You know, the devil's kingdom is, is, is a fallen kingdom. So, you know, they, they fight for power. They fight for rank. You know what I mean? So, so we, we, and, and in the matrix, it's used as race. But the real thing, it's actually culture that's the underlining thing it's not race it's actually culture that's the issue you know because if you look at the bible the bible talks about the the the, ta the table of nations those, those 70 nations you know what i mean the after after noah after god flooded the world and everything and regenerated everything 70 nations came out of noah and and were dispersed into the world and out of those 70 nations God assigned, um, I'll, we'll call them angels, you know, for the for the sake of simplicity. God assigned angels over those 70 nations. Now, what you get as you carry on in the Bible is that those angels ended up turning on God. You know what I mean? And a good movie for people to go actually check out on this is Gods of Egypt. You actually get that 
gods of Egypt actually shows you that whole thing at play where the humans worship the angels that are over them. You know what I mean? And these, and these angels, I mean, in, in the movie, they portray them as giants and everything, but, but um, th that's basically what happened is that you've got these angels that are ruling over the nations and the nations are actually ethnic groups, not necessarily race. Because if you look at the Hebrew race, which God chose for himself. So what happened now is that you had all these nations, right? That had turned on God, you know, and you wonder why, why, why all these nations were against God? Why were the Canaanites and the Hittites and the, all these ites, you know, um, why were they against God? How come they, because the, 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 the fallen angels that they worshiped became against God. You know, I believe God set those, those angels over the nations to point him to God because they had, humanity had rejected God, you know, through the lineage of, of Adam and, you know, what happened before the flood, people had rejected God. So God was like, okay, cool. I'll assign nations over you. I'll assign angels over you that will hopefully point you to me. You know what I mean? But that never happened because you find out Israel has to go now and fight some of these nations um, that came out of nowhere, which is uh, the Canaanites, which came from Canaan, um, Ham's children, you know, who Noah, Noah cursed um, Ham's kids. People always say, oh, you know, the black Africans are cursed because Noah cursed Ham. It, no, Noah did not curse Ham. Noah cursed the Canaanites, you know, Canaan, you know, basically the Canaanites, that lineage. And you find that that lineage is so against God. Why? Because the, the, the gods that those nations worship are against God. But at some point, those nations were cool with God. Because if you read in Psalm 82, God actually tells you what happened. He's like, yo man, what happened? You know, I, 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 I sent you guys out to rule over the nations, to show the nations um, peace and all of that, and to, to, to show, you know, justice and stuff like that, and to, to, to be against the wicked. But you guys did the totally opposite thing. And then God pronounces judgment on them. But clearly that judgment hasn't come out yet, but they know that they have now been judged. And these are not the angels from Genesis chapter six that came down. These are not the watches. These are not, these, these are a separate clan that actually took over the nations, you know, that, that usurped God's authority. These are, these are different angels from the ones that came down and had sex with, 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 um, with the, with human women. And then, um, out of them came out giants. So to answer your question, bro, and I know it's, it's been a long drawn answer. That's why races behave the way they behave. And if you want to go one level deeper, that's why Zulu people behave the way they behave. It's different from the way Tosa people behave. It's different. English people behave differently from Afrikaans people. Same race. That's so true. But, cultures. but in the world, the matrix makes you think, oh no, it's, it's a color thing. It's not a color thing. It's the spiritual thing that, that goes deeper than color. You understand? Because me, I'm, you know, I come from, from, from Zulu-speaking background, a, a, a Sutsu person, we don't like each other. 
we might like we might not overtly hate one another, but certain things like hey you Zulus, like hey hey you Sutsu people, inherently in me, there's that thing that has something against that guy, and I don't even know that I have a thing that's against that guy, and I don't even know where it comes from, but all I know is that hey you Sutsu people, like what why am I judging? Why am I judging them? He hasn't done he hasn't said anything to me. He hasn't done. He's never stolen twenty rand from me, but all of a sudden, the thing against him, like ah, you, our old closer people are like that. But guess what? We we we're meant to believe that oh no, the enemy is white people. Mm. No, bro, your enemy is within your race, but your enemy is actually what the 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 angels or the the spirits that rule over that cultural group, you know. And obviously, there's rankings, you know. It starts from the ground level and goes up until it's nations and continents and, and then you get to the heavenlies, you know, that you know, the world ruler, which I believe race is. Race is probably a, a world ruler. It's probably yeah. a demonic entity that's like a world ruler and stuff like that. But yeah, that that's to answer your, your question, bro. That's why you don't know why as a race you act a certain way. It's because you belong to a spirit that acts a certain way. It's the same thing when you become born again. You belong to Christ who acts a certain way and you change. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and, 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 and the matrix will never tell you that. The matrix will always tell you, oh, you know, apartheid and uh, uh, segregation and amen. All that stuff is, is basically the blue, I mean, the cost system in India. Well, all that stuff is, it's just a manifestation of the devil's kingdom. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah, it's a manifestation of the devil's kingdom. Yeah, so true. Eh? It makes you look at things in a very different sort of perspective. Hey, eh? when you think of it like that, that culture, culture and ethnic groups are like, it's it's very different from race. I mean, this is the yeah. weird thing as well. Like, if you if if you take a, a white guy and you make him let's say you from the time he's born you give him to black parents and they look they raise him up in the black community what do you think is going to happen to or how do you think that child is going to behave when he becomes an adult he's going to be like like going to be very people yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and it's got nothing to do with the color of his skin yeah yeah and so, that's where and that's where you know, the trick comes in is that you sitting there like, oh, guys, you know, we shouldn't judge one another. The reason why you keep practicing, oh, guys, we need to love one another. And you, the reason why the world keeps preaching that, it's because it doesn't know what's causing that. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're right. Like, the, I think, but you also feel, and this is something else that's also interesting, is that you have... So we all know that the people uh, God puts rulers into place or authorities into place. Like you said, basically, that doesn't necessarily mean that those rulers are good or that he puts good rulers in place. I mean, he just puts rulers in place for whatever reason. And you've got people that that lead political parties, for example, and they know it's almost like they are. And these aren't like highly educated people like that have this divine insight or whatever, but they know there are certain things that you can use to advance your your message. And yeah. 
as soon as you use those tools you can i mean you can bring out something that's within people that mm. they don't even realize that they're being played on like mm. a, a, let's use a I don't Hitler. want to just <laughs> yeah exactly I don't I don't want to just keep going on this whole black white thing because yeah. yeah we we know it so well but like oh I guess it is the best example though because if if you take someone like the ANC for example and you see yeah. that we know that there's you have to be really stupid to not acknowledge that there is some degree of corruption going on but the yeah. problem that happens is that when when someone gets caught in corruption mm-hmm. even if it hasn't been proven yet let's say it's still 50-50 but it's kind of obvious that they have like a Jacob Zuma mm-hmm. for example and then all you do is you just to get people on your side you just go okay well you know this is actually a conspiracy and this is manip- this is brought into being by white people who are trying to overthrow me etc etc and it's yeah. it's actually kind of sad that people would go to yeah. that extent to play on other people's white emotions capital. yeah because the yeah, only yeah. thing you are doing is playing on this thing that that you just spoke about that is within us where it's like okay I'm programmed to think like this. So because of that I'm actually going to just believe what this person is telling me even though I know logically and if I apply my mind I know logically this person definitely stole from me, stole from this country. But I would rather choose to follow this feeling within me that you know white people are yeah. these terrible overlords that just run everything <laughs> and yeah. it's their fault. And I think that's sad yeah. like because as soon as you bring the different perspective like as soon as you put a christian uh, overlay on the thing mm-hmm. then you 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 actually realize well you know you have to look at things logically you can't bring a person's color as a mm-hmm. factor into something it's not it's got no bearance on anything it's it's like no bearance yeah if a person is white does that by default mean that they are these racist uh oppressive people who run everything because if that's the case or then someone needs to show that to me as well because <laughs> I obviously mm. missed the bus <laughs> but uh <laughs> like, like I just don't understand why um or actually no I do sorry I do understand like the thing of when you when we say that Jesus sets us free from things he doesn't mm-hmm. just set us free from sin for example he also yeah. sets us free from these things that are like plaguing our minds exactly mm. what you mentioned that you've got these demonic beings that put thoughts in your head or put specific things from like historical uh, events or whatever mm. they put it in your head and they say okay well this is what you need to believe but Jesus set you free from all of that that you can actually yeah. look at things from a neutral perspective and you can actually see mm. things for what they really are and mm. I don't know it's so sad that like that the and the like sad that. part is that there's still Christians that still fall into the trap. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Yo dude like I, I like that that you you look at things from a different point of view. And that's all that and that's what God promises. Is that look man if if you come with me you're going to look look at things from a different point of view. And I mean you know I, I, I don't know the, the the scripture reference but it talks about you know when we and th- th- this is all spiritual by the way you see and 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 this is this is the illusion bro is that everything is spiritual and it bleeds out into the physical yeah, you know that is so talks true. about 
it talks about you being wrenched out of like let's say you right you you got born again Sean when you get born again bro in the spirit and it uses um imagery the bible uses imagery it's like your family tree right the robots literally it says god came and took let's say your branch out of the robertson robert's tree you know literally god came and broke off your branch right and went and stuck it in his branch yeah. you've literally if you know what i mean yeah. you've literally your thing and you're like oh well oh well how can a branch be you know be be, be engrafted into another uh, uh tree but that that's why it's god because he god can do that yeah. god can take branch from one tree and plug it into another and that's why it's spiritual and that's why you can't understand it and that's why the default of 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 the world or man is opera oh, all white people are corrupt all white people are overlords you know what i mean until you like oh but then uh the same black guy that's ruling me at work man he's kind of oppressive <laughs> you know but then you but then you bypass that yeah you know yeah you bypass that because like you said it's been ingrained in you and that politician or whatever has triggered that thing in you. Mm. you know? Because in that politician, he's also ruled by something. And that thing knows. You know, a classic example is Hitler. You know, you you had white people going against white people. And yeah. I mean, look, Jewish people don't consider themselves white people even though they might look Caucasian, but they don't consider themselves as white. Yeah. Well, I mean they they from the Middle East, right? So you wouldn't consider them white in the European sense. No, I mean like the the you know, so the shade, <laughs> the shade of color. So 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 if you look at like your 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 Benjamin Netanyahu for for instance. Oh. You know, the, the prime minister, he he looks Caucasian. Like yeah. and a lot of them look like that. And that's why you get these you know these racists on online they say oh no those are not the real jews because because you know they look caucasian they're like oh those are not the real jews you know those are kazars and they come from and stuff like that you know they lying they're not the real jews the black man is the real jew you know all that stuff but what what people don't understand is that god dispersed the hebrews they're not actually jews they're actually hebrews god dispersed them throughout the nations right yeah. So that's why some of them look Caucasian. It's yeah. because remember they came back they came back to Israel but they mixed in with the Khazars and you know the the people the the races in Russia they they mixed in and therefore they and they had children and those children came out looking like the the people of Russia and stuff like that but then when Israel was was the country Israel was 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 brought into play again those people came back to 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 Israel and they 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 some of them don't necessarily look middle eastern you know what i mean some yeah. of them look Caucasian. i mean my former boss doesn't look middle eastern at all but he's jewish he looks very much caucasian you know what i mean yeah but he doesn't consider himself he doesn't consider himself a white person he considers himself a jewish person you see what i'm saying and hitler <laughs> Hitler, and remember these people were living in Germany so these were not middle eastern looking people 
like Iraqi, you know, Iranian people that lived in Germany. No, it wasn't like that. You know, yeah. the people with the same pigments, same hair texture, living in Germany, but those people, they considered themselves non-German. They considered themselves Jewish, but they looked like the German people. And yeah. then you, you had one culture persecuting one culture. And then you ask yourself, no, but I thought all white people were, I thought white people are white people. There's no such thing as white people. Mm. <laughs> There's no such thing as black people. Exactly. What there is, yeah, what there is, is German people. And then within the German people, there's probably other cultures in there. What there is, is South African people. And within South African people, they are Zulu people. They are English people. They are Afrikaans people. You know, they are Tosa oh. people. There's no such thing as black people. Yeah, you know. that is such a profound point. Eh? Honestly, that is such a profound point because it, it answers my question from earlier of like, if I'm not an African, then what on earth am I? Because I'm born in exactly. Africa. I live in Africa. I've only ever experienced Africa. So, I mean, what what else am I? And if you put me in a European situation, am I going to be the same as a European, like fit in with their culture and stuff? Probably not. You like, mm. Probably not. And yet the yeah. rhetoric that you hear in South Africa is that, no, we are African. These guys are European and we all need to hate yeah. each other. But your point is so yeah. profound because at the end of the day, we're actually all South African people, whether we look Chinese, whether we look Indian, whether we look whatever. And so mm. we have that common ground and it's like, the devil just thinks, no, 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 no. Don't let anyone realize that because then they might no, unite. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. no one wants unity. You know? No one wants unity, exactly. And if you look at when Jesus says nation will rise up against nation, um, that word is, is ethnic group. So if, if that word is being translated as nation, then what does that mean, bro? Does that mean a nation is an ethnic group? Even if there's 20 races living in there, they are actually, a, heaven looks at them as one. Remember now, looking at things from a spiritual perspective, heaven is looking at them as one ethnic group. As When heaven looks, when God looks, God sees South Africans. Yeah, that's right. If, if you see the way the Bible translates from the Greek to the English, it says nations. Yeah. But in the, it says ethnic groups. So, yeah. That translation in English is nations, then what, what does that make South African? That yeah, makes we're an ethnic group, we're a nation. an ethnic group. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't make us blacks, whites, Tosas, Zulus, uh, Afrikaans, English. It, it, from a spiritual point of view, and that's how they're able to rule us, is because they know, you know, the spirits that are in power, they know that no, 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 this is an ethnic group. This is the South African race in inverted commas. This is the Kenyan race in inverted commas. This is the Ethiopian race in inverted commas. You see what yeah. I'm saying? That is profound, eh? And if you think if you think about that as well, why would it make sense? Because you and I both know, uh, or well, I certainly know that South Africa has amazing potential as a country, but the 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 number one thing 
that holds us back. Well, in my in my opinion, at least, is obviously our past, and that being this hate between different races that was inspired by obviously spiritual things. But now mm. we all know that if we had to pull together, and I mean, we've had examples of this, like when we win the World Cup rugby or whatever, you see that mm. unity. And the moment it, it comes through, it's like you feel like, okay, wow, when we pull together as one nation, it's incredible what we can do. But then immediately, mm. almost like instantly, you've got the spiritual elements coming in and going, okay, no, 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 Yo, that's dangerous. We can't let these people reach their potential because mm. that would destroy their hold over us, if you get what I mean. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you know, something at play, and it's actually a double whammy, Sean, because now this might be, maybe we disagree on this one, but I, I believe that the reason why it's like that, that, that there's a certain level of we can never really come together is because I guess it's a double play and I can't really explain it. Um, on one hand, um, God doesn't allow these people to um, the people to come come together under the this, uh, under satanic rule. He only allows people to come together under Christ. You know what yeah, I mean? True. And on the one side. And then on the one side, you've got the demons squabbling, squabbling control within that nation. You know, you, you've got the yes. demons who don't like one another anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, squabbling for, 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 for dominance. And they always bring it up. They'll come together for, you know, they, remember, so a human, a, a human, for instance, the gathering de, de, demoniac, right? The gathering demoniac was the guy Jesus went to go cast out the demon in him. And he had a legion in him, right? Which is about, what is it? A thousand or a hundred uh, demons, somewhere around there, right? That guy, when, when he saw Jesus, right? A part of him, as much as he was demonized and everything, the demons had taken over him, which to me goes against this thing that you are totally depraved. There's this teaching out there that says, no, your spirit is totally depraved. Your spirit is totally dead. For me, that guy ran to Jesus. And I believe that it was him. He, he flashed in and out. Like the, the human, the human spirit saw Jesus and it ran to him. Yes, the guy was infiltrated by demons. But you, I don't know if you watched the movie, The Exorcist. Have you watched the movie, The Exorcist? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Like way back in the yeah. day. Yeah, it was a movie we were never supposed to watch. They told us not to watch it, but we watched as kids and we've, never been <laughs> and, and we've never been the same since it's that true. girl she flashed in and out she was able to flash in and out and then at one point she actually wrote on her stomach help me right yeah. so at at some point the human spirit actually it flickers in and out it, it, it wakes up out of its stupor to your point the rugby world cup you know, and I guess maybe it's euphoria or whatever, where it recognizes, oh, wait a minute, man, we're all one big happy family. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go, you know, uh, I'm gonna break break this bottle open with Sean over here, my, my Afrikaans white friend over here. You know what I mean? But then it's like, as soon as, because you don't have control, because you because the human doesn't have control over his soul and his spirit, um, sorry, his soul, his spirit doesn't have control of his soul. His, his, his soul is 
is demonized. The demons control, overpower his soul. He goes, it, it puts the spirit back to sleep again. And it's like, oh, the, 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 the dead spirits, you know, like when, when the Bible says we're spiritually dead, that the fallen spirit kicks in and it's like, oh man, no, I, I hate you, bro. You know, and, 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 and yo, dude, it's, it's, it's crazy because it shows you that you, you flash in and out, yeah. right? But you, and Jesus in the Bible talks about where, remember when Jesus was casting out the demon and they said, oh, he's casting out a demon by the power of the devil, by, by the power of Beelzebub. Yes. And then Jesus goes on to says, hey man, look, I'm casting the demon out, out of the finger of God, you know, the Holy Spirit. And how does one overpower the strong man unless somebody stronger than him comes and what and binds him up, puts a gag on him and then spoils his good, his, his goods. You need somebody stronger than the demons that have hold over the people to come upon the demons and actually bind the demons to what? To set the soul free. So that the soul can now what? Join back to its original spirit. Because that original spirit comes from God. It's actually good. But because the soul has been alive for 25 years, let's say 25 years old, it, and you're not born again, it's been dominating your spirit, keeping your spirit down. That part of you that actually longs, longs to know God, that part of you that longs to serve God, that part of you that longs to be with God. Sure. Your soul overpowered it. And that's why Jesus says, hey man, only a stronger person can come upon the strong man because it's a strong man. It's very powerful. It, it, binds the, it, it binds your soul. And Jesus says, only somebody that's stronger than him can come and bind him to set that soul free, so that, that to set that spirit free, so that that spirit can actually what gain control of the soul, because your soul is your mind, your will, and emotions. But because your mind and will and emotions are so satanically inspired, it makes you an enemy towards God. But once, yeah. but once Christ comes, binds those demons, your spirit, which is of God, which comes from God, which wants to be with God, which oh, your spirit is is the part of you that's always looking up. And wondering what's up there. That, but but unless you're not born again, you'll always be in that state of, hmm, I wonder what's up there. It's it's that part of you that that longs, that that knows that something is wrong on earth. You know, but but it's 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 been it's been pressed down by your soul because your soul has been taken over by the demons. Mm. So what I'm trying to say is that every once in a while, the spirit flashes back to life and realizes, oh, wait a minute, these people are my brothers. But because of the matrix because of the matrix's hold over everybody yeah. shuts back again six sure. months months later we had each other's throats again that is really profound eh? like honestly i love that that uh explanation because it really ties it all into the most positive part of this whole thing which is and which ties into what i said earlier about ravi is that when it comes to being christian and when you are set free by Jesus, all of a sudden, those you you actually can see things. It's it's like a veil is taken away from your from in front of you, and you actually see things correctly. It's it's almost like Jesus or the Holy. I guess it's the Holy Spirit gives you this thing of look. Let me actually help you understand this a bit better. Let me actually help you see through the matrix. Let me help you see what's actually happening over here, and that's why 
it's it's not a surprise to me that when Christians come together, and we won't go into the specifics of some Christians don't don't unify correctly, but for the most part, when Christians, genuine Christians, come together worshiping Jesus, it it's not even race is not even a discussion it's not even a factor it's it it's like no one even bothers talking about it because when you look at the people around you you see fellow brothers and sisters you don't see you see fellow family members you don't see this is a black guy and what is he doing here or this is a white guy what is he doing here it's literally just a family and i mean for me that is that is the ultimate answer to racism because when you are united in Christ, your your common goal is got you, it's got nothing to do with um, you know trying to overpower other people or trying to get better than other people or trying to uh, decipher other people's um, intentions or whatever. You literally, you guys are just together worshiping Jesus, and of course we know the the greatest commandments, which is um, to love God and to love our neighbors, and. I mean, that in itself is what Christianity is all about. I love the fact that I, I'll i be honest with you, 100% uh, honesty, <laughs> because I have to be honest, because God knows, and I can't lie about it. When I was younger, I was quite a racist, and it was primarily because of the, the environment I was brought up in. Uh, not my parents necessarily, but the environment that I was brought up in and the people around me. And the thing that the set me free. spiritual environment. Yeah, exactly. And the thing that set me free from that was Jesus. And literally from the moment he set me free, it's never, ever been. Like, obviously, like you say, you still get the little, like the devil still tries to throw a thing here and there <laughs> because that's just the way the world is. But Jesus has set me free from that. And I, I wish, I just wish, or I just hope, let me not say I wish, I hope that more and more people can come to that realization that when it comes to Jesus, like you say, there is only one thing that can bring all people together. And it's not any human thing. It's not any method of thinking or whatever. It's Jesus. And it's the, it's like that for a reason, because when you when you look at Jesus, when you unify under Jesus, everything else just falls to the periphery. And it's just about him. And it's not about us. And it's not about what we look like. And it's not about what happened in the past. And it's not about what our forefathers did or our ancestors or whatever. It's just about him. And so for me, I mean, that that is the beautiful. I know we've spoken about a lot of negative things about race, but that that for me is the best, most positive thing about race is that when you unify under Jesus, it's not even an issue anymore. It's more like a thing that you can actually appreciate or, yeah, you can appreciate people's differences for who they are, their personality, not for their appearance. Wow. Bro, I think, I think that just sums it all up, bro. Yeah, um, I think that's a good place to... <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a beautiful testimony, man. You know, beautiful testimony, bro, what God did for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, we're not talking theory. You've just proved by what you just said. We're not talking theory. You're a living testament, bro. Exactly. And it's not because of anything about me. It's all because of him, the freedom that he offers us. And it's free. And I mean, as we do these podcasts and we talk about other things, we must always just bear that in mind that that freedom is only accessible mm. through Jesus. And bro, I think we'll end it right there. 
Yeah. Thank you very much. That, yeah, man, that's a good that's a good way to end it off, bro. Yeah. I think yeah, I think we really touched on a few good things there and like you also have given me some perspectives on things that because yeah, sometimes you just don't understand things and that's where it helps to talk to talk through these things with other people as opposed to just thinking about it in your own head, you know. So yeah, thank you for yeah. your thoughts as well. Like honestly, it's really been good. No, dude, thank you, man, um for that honest, you know, that honest review of yourself. You know what I mean? Um and that's something <clears throat> that we hope people will take and gravitate to is that they can be set free. Yeah. And maybe even yeah, to the extent set of free. maybe to even to the extent of marrying someone from the other race. <laughs> yeah, like you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, look, bro, we can hit the knowledge stuff and talk about the fallen angels and what they did and that's just knowledge. But what yeah. you just said there, that's the stuff that breaks the yoke. That's the stuff stuff that 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 breaks the people is when you testified from from your your I'm telling you what I went through like I was the racist and now I can with 110% certainty tell you that I'm no longer racist because of the man Jesus mm. yeah i love it i absolutely love it yeah oh, right, bro thank you so much bro it's been um it's it's been therapeutic man yeah it has indeed eh? i feel yeah. in a good space I feel in really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Ah, uh, cool. All right, bro. Thank you so much, bro. Yeah. God me. And yeah, God bless you whoever's listening out there. You yeah. know, we hope that this will bring you closer to the true and living God. Yeah. Always remember that uh you're in a matrix <laughs> and you need to think about getting out of it. <laughs> Amen. Oh man